Somebody please call a doctor. Your call is important to us. Please hold for the next come available on, representative. On. The moment you've all been waiting for. It's Dr. Drew. Midday Live with Lauren Savon. Indeed, that is us here at 800 222 Lawrence Savon, Dr. Drew, Midday Live. We are efforting Sean Steele, Republican National Committee, a member from California regarding the midterm elections and who may yet be our governor. Seems like uh, Gavin Newsom is going to walk in pretty easily, but uh, John Cox is getting... He put up a, a good race, John Cox, well, and he brought up a lot of points that Gavin Newsom's going to be, I hope, forced to answer. Before. Anything in particular you have in mind when you're saying that? Uh, yeah. Um, the the, the health care for all the illegal immigrants? The health care for all <laughs> makes me furious. But also just the housing market and um, the the idea that people are start going to start leaving, that our tax base is going to start leaving. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. There's something called the Laffer Curve, and that is a guaranteed phenomenon. You can't just assume you 1% of the population is going to pay for all your taxes. And keep squeezing it and have them yeah. not either stop working or leave. That's just a, it's a human behavior, just the way it goes. 800-222-5222. Let's talk to Sean Steele. Sean, did you hear any of that? I heard it. A good deal, and that's what gets us motivated. Let's try to keep Californians in California. Sean, yeah, and their businesses as well. Sean is a Republican National Committee member. Um, so how do we do that, Sean? Well, well, part of it is, is quit giving power to the, to the folks that are jealous uh, that don't really have real jobs, uh, that are professional politicians. We're basically talking about the Democrat Party in California. Uh, these folks in Sacramento are not very smart. If you meet them, you'll be disappointed. They, they <laughs> usually don't. They, most of them have never run a business or signed a paycheck. Many of them have been working for the government all their lives. So for them, they have no understanding about how uh, wealth is created, how jobs are created, and how to keep business folks happy. They haven't ever had the struggle meeting payroll. So you've got a bunch of what we call, uh, what Ayn Rand called, was looters. People that just think, oh boy, I'm in charge. I have all the money in the world. I'm in a rich state like California. And yet, one of my best friends took his malpractice insurance companies in June, lifted them up and took them to Dallas, Texas, taking a bunch of highly paid executives and the support staff. And we're seeing this everywhere. We're seeing everywhere. the bleed out. But, but it's been going on 20 years. In other words, this isn't last week. Every since the Democrats seized the throat of California economy 20 years ago, we've lost 4 million Californians in that net. Some people wonder, well, where are the Republicans? Well, Two-thirds of the people that are leaving are Republicans going to Texas and, mm -hmm. and, and southern states and states that have jobs. And here in Southern California, let's not forget about the film industry, how we've driven them out to the, states like Georgia and New Mexico. Uh, we've Carolina, completely Canada. exported our, sure. our, our main industry. And, and yet, and yet the, the, the great, the great uh, leftist uh, uh, money flows comes from Hollywood. The celebrities are so rich that uh, they, they just, you know, they, they live in a bubble, like right. the high-tech right. community in Silicon Valley. They live in a bubble. They really don't care. Well, that was my thing. I, I want to know how many immigrants they're taking in because they're so excited to see this caravan. And, and homeless, too. They're getting homeless in their backyard. That's right. the solution. And then, and then I, I saw Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio going, well, you've got to vote. The word of the country, you know, the future depends on I thought, I want to be vote to protect myself from people like you that shouldn't be determining think anything. you know better. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be saying anything about how I live my life. You have no I idea. Know, they, they, no, no. The, the Brad Pitts of the world, they... You know, they go to conferences, uh, you know, defending the, you know, Mother Earth and the global uh, global warming uh, in their private jets. 
Uh, right. They live such an odd Wait, wait, but say that again, because that actually life. happened. That actually happened. It was oh, DiCaprio no. that did that, I think. He, no, no, he, this happens all the time. Al Gore is the greatest one, the greatest fraud of all. He's got his private jet. He's got mansions that he owns. Goes to a private uh, a private jet to a global warming conference. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's laughable. It really conference. is. Every time there's a conference, the, the local uh, airports are, are flooded with private jets of the celebrities coming in. That's right. So, so it's, it's, it's a wild time. Uh, I think most middle class folks get it. Today, the, the struggle is, is between the, you know, the, 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 the middle class is at, uh, the, the state is at war with the middle class in California. Why is about, that? Yeah, I think you're right. Why is that? Well, because that's that's the one source of money they still have left to go after. Huh. Remember, Silicon Valley is kind of insulated. You can't even sue them in the Internet. I mean, they have special government protections that allow them to do what they have. And if you have a class action, it can't go anywhere because they have federal law protecting them. So so they're, a, they're so they're immune from from. from behaving responsibly they can control try to create mind control try to influence elections and right now there's uh, you know we're powerless to 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 strike back and at the same time hollywood's kind of immune because they have their own they have their own uh, friendships and their own networks and if any conservative uh, in hollywood speaks out they're, they're going to be looking blacklisted for oh yeah um sean let me ask you about the the ad that's been banned um they there was a ad running basically stop the caravan it was paid by donald trump and approved by donald trump um you know the caravan has become a lightning rod issue for the president he's out there stumping using the caravan as a reason why you shouldn't vote for democrats why was the ad banned well because it offends liberals because <laughs> but that's never um, stopped anyone know, before from running a political they, ad that they, offends you know they, they had a smart alecky uh, serial killer who was uh, twice deported from the United States, and he said in open court, where was, and I remember the original piece when it came out, says, yeah, it's too bad I only killed two cops, but I had a chance I'd kill more, and he's smiling and smirking in front of the families. Mm-hmm. And then this is how our court systems come to the point that criminals uh, can openly defy uh, the authorities, the judge, the jailer, because there's so many protections afforded criminals, but this is a particularly egregious case. It's cruel and it's something that, that, that Americans are sort of aware of. They're not too certain. It's well, they're definitely act. aware that some of the people that are coming into our country illegally are doing awful things. Many of them are felons. Many of them have been deported multiple times. And, and many of us aren't, don't want to stand up for it anymore. We're, we're sick of it, and we're sick of being told that we need to be kind and we need to be understanding and open our borders to everyone. That's not how a sovereign nation works. So that's why I'm kind of, yeah, I mean, it's a, it definitely pushes buttons, this ad. But considering this is one of the main uh, issues in this election, I don't know why it was banned necessarily. This is something that the, trust, the president's been saying at his rallies day in and day out. Well, this isn't something that's remote or just happens once in a blue moon. We have right now thousands of people in the first uh, wave that are marching to the U.S. demanding rights, demanding demanding comfort, demanding security, demanding jobs, uh, demanding basically... That's right. They're already suing us because their constitutional rights have been impeded. The organization that is moving them is spending millions and millions of dollars in terms of water and food and roving hospitals and transportation. They're spending millions of dollars. Why couldn't they have just helped these people in the countries in which they found them? Well, because they want to make a political statement to, to basically attack and dethrone the United States. They think the United States is cruel and evil, 
and has too much wealth and they need to start sharing it. Here's what's going on. Remember the first scene of The Gladiator, Russell Crowe is uh, taking on the German barbarians invading France. Having young men in a population explosion of, of foraging and attacking a civilization is as old as history itself, prehistoric. Uh, when you have a bunch of young men, remember 70, 80 percent of these people, some cases 90 percent, they're all young men between 18 and 30. That's not necessarily a good group of people to have marching towards you. They're usually hungry. They're lean. They're anxious. They, they want food. They want women. Uh, it's, it's, it's a dangerous social phenomenon. Every civilization's had to deal with it. The Romans held the, the barbarians, the German barbarians, back for 400 years, and finally it collapsed. They kept coming. Now you, they're called hordes, H-O-A-R-D-S. We have one horde coming up that's now in central Mexico, two more organized. There was, the second horde had violent clashes. People died. A lot of policemen got hurt. Mexican policemen got hurt at the Guatemala border. Now there's a third one coming out of El Salvador. So this is going to be a continuous phenomenon unless successfully stopped. Democrats are in support of these hordes. And it's, it's explicitly against our civilization. And it's against our safety. Well, let's hold on. And if anybody, uh, women should be very concerned about having young men coming to this country uh, inexhaustibly. If this one horde, if these hordes get through or they're somewhat successful, we're going to see a mass movement throughout the world. Jose, what do you say? Coming saying? to the U.S. Jose has a question. Sean Steele. Yes, good afternoon. Committee. Jose, yeah, go ahead. For, for Lawrence Yvonne, um Tucker Carlson the other day was making fun of George Ramos, asking him how many of the people in the caravan were invited to his home. Well, you know what, Lauren? Thousands of nannies raised middle-class families' children, okay? Thousands for generations. Now, I don't see no homeless immigrants out there that are a nuisance. Why are they all Caucasian and black? Answer me that, Lauren Savon. I, I would say that you're wrong. They're not all Caucasian and black. But we're not talking about immigration, Jose. We're talking about illegal immigration. It's very different. Yes, and I, yeah, I understand that. And I'm saying that there was thousands of nannies that were raised the kids of the middle class in California. Please understand that. I, I'm not uh, United States. Well, well, now, hold on a second. Wait, wait, what are you wait, implying wait. that they were yeah, all here every illegally? Right to have security. Every right to secure their borders. United States is okay. a sovereign country. But Jose, but don't be hypocritical. Jose, about Jose, wait, wait, wait. I thought that the idea was we should be prosecuting people that hire illegal immigrants. That that's the cry that we should be holding people accountable. Who who exactly who, okay, don't so, demonize just so immigrants. all those middle class people that hired those nannies are criminals in your mind. Not that the nannies were should yeah, or shouldn't broke, be here. They broke the law. They okay, well that law, that maybe is maybe, maybe that's the group we should be focusing on. I, I think that's a reasonable way to look at that. Sean, what do you say? Well, I, I totally agree with that. Listen, we can't assume, like Jose apparently is, that most of these nannies are illegal. I don't think so. I, we, uh, again, in but our if they are, the, the people that hired them broke the law, and they should be held accountable, too. And they and, and those folks that do hire them, many of them were trying to get op, going back to the Clinton administration. You're disqualified if you're hiring illegals, and you have something, and you know better than that, or you should have known. Uh, you know, your political career is over, and I think that's perfectly uh, proper. Look, there's a there's a bigger problem that we're lo overlooking here. Uh, I'm glad Jose's not defending the hordes and the young men that are coming without papers, justification. 
and 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 before you make your comment, I, I imagine you'd be in favor of finding ways, you know, of an immigration policy that would naturalize those women that spend time here serving serving people and, and having an well, honest I'm, wage. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, we need to point out four million people throughout the world have applied success. Well, have applied to for U.S. citizenship who are qualified, yeah. have been vetted, have pay, passed the test, paid the fees. And they're waiting their turn, but because of the invasions, that's what they are nowadays from the South. They're holding that, it off. That, 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 that's bottlenecked. And by the way, most of those people are third from third world countries. So there is a invidious discrimination. The Democrats support the hordes from the South. But what about the Asians and the Africans and the uh, uh, and, and other Latins that have been waiting for years and years that deserve to come here, that we want, that are, uh, that, that are educated, that will be good citizens? So there's a war against uh, good good people coming in to having people that many many cases are not literate in their own language. What but, do you do with people like that? But, but why, why? I don't understand the logic. What's the logic? We should be. Why are we not getting into an immigration policy that's sane and brings people on board that we want in here, including all those women that it Jose creates mentioned. a process? Yeah, yeah, the, the, it, because the it Democrats has because it's not politically milking. expedient. That's the thing. No, it doesn't no, doesn't serve Demo a political ends. No, the Democrats have been milking this for years. And what they're soon to discover is that right now, Trump is now popular between 35 to 40 percent of Latinos in America. And we're finding that something we haven't seen that in years. But more and more Latinos have had it with the illegals coming through the border because the Democrats wrongfully assume that all the Latinos have family members that are trying to get up here illegally. That's rubbish. More and more Latinos are identifying themselves not as Latinos, but as Americans. That's really bad news for the Democrats. Trump has found that vein, and, and, and it's, it's exploding. So the Democrats have successfully gotten lots and lots of votes because it looks like the Republicans are anti-immigrant. In fact, we're pro-immigrants. We need more immigrants, but we don't want to have uh, hordes of young men coming to this country that have no sense of justice or fair play. John, what do you want to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to comment on the uh, well, basically I ten number that's given to any illegal in this country that wants to pay into the tax base. My question is, uh, nobody really talks about that. Where is that? Uh, where are all the, the funds going towards, and, and, and who monitors that type of uh, fund, if you will? It's called an individual tax ID number short for I-10. So it just, I'm curious to know if anybody accounts for that or the government accounts for that, or I've never heard about it I, in terms of people talking where the funds are going towards. John? Yeah, I, that, that's sort of a remote area, you know, compared to the, to, to the great emergencies that we face now. Um, right now, focus, folks are, are, are focused on these thousands and thousands of transients that are literally marching to our border with a great deal of uh, hard leftist uh, support. So the so the uh, you know the the tax idea is, is one of the features of a thousand different questions that we have in, in, in immigration. But we know one thing: there will not be in a reform as long as the Democrats have have six. You know can. Can, can block the uh, Senate because we have to get 60 votes for any serious uh, change. Right now we have 51. Or, or if they control the House of Representatives. If they control the House of Representatives, and that will be through Orange County, if they are able to flip Republican seats in Orange County, there will right. be no immigration reform. Sean, I, we're going to get a lot more. i got to take a break here. Uh, we, if you can hang on, I'd love to keep talking to you. Got a second? You bet. All right. 800-222-5222 is a phone number. It's Sean Steele. He's from the Republican National Committee of California. We'll take a little break. If it's called 800-222-5222. It's Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. It's Midday Live. 
KABC has dependable traffic when you need it the most. Sponsored by Lowe's, eastbound 118, right at Sepulveda. It's an earlier crash, which has now completely cleared from the roadway, so looking pretty good through that stretch. Westbound side of the 10 in Santa Monica, right around Lincoln. Well, that was another earlier crash, which is also cleared, but still finding a little bit of construction. Should be picking up the cone soon, West 10 at Fremont, on over toward the 710. That was in the express lane. Southbound Hollywood Freeway, that's also busy in Melrose through about the four-level interchange. And for the 605 freeway, southbound starting to get busy right around Telegraph. And that's going to be a busy drive for the most part toward the 5, but finding all lanes open here. For the retro look of antique incandescent bulbs with benefits of LED lighting, shop GE Vintage Style Light Bulbs at Lowe's. GE Vintage Bulbs are dimmable and offer the efficiency of long-lasting LED technology. Find the GE Vintage Collection at Lowe's, the only home center exclusively offering the full range of GE lighting. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. It's Bond Doctor. We're talking to Sean Steele, Republican National Committee person. Uh, Sean, we're going to keep taking calls, all right? Oh, I like it. All right. Pamela, go ahead. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say, I, I don't know the name of the gentleman who, who you have on, on the call, but I'm really sick and tired of the left blaming the right and the right blaming the left. I'm in the middle, and I just see, I don't believe that all the people that hire these illegals are Democrats, and that's the way he's making it sound. Construction companies, restaurants, hotels, Democrats own all of this. My point is, Republicans benefit from this as well, and it's and they really benefit because they get to do the hiring and they get to do the complaining as though blaming it all on the Democrats. It's all the Democrats. Mm-hmm. If you really wanted to solve the problem, you would kill the reason these people come. You would, you would certainly be a, send the troops to e-verify locations and arrest the owners of the businesses that are hiring these people. We agree with that. We do agree with that. Uh, the other issue, though, that um, some of these people aren't coming here. To, some of them won't get jobs. I mean, some of them are, are very low-skilled uh, rural from rural areas that are, are coming here to get benefits of welfare. Sean? And then, you know what? Uh, I have to agree. There is a phenomenon that we call the, 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 the crony Republican. That is the business guy. Uh, that says, look, uh, you know, uh, I, I need them at my factory. I need them at my farm, and and I don't care what their paperwork is. And, of course, that's part of the problem. It's part of the disease. So mm-hmm. I, I have to agree that's something that we found that, that certain corporate folks, you know, just have no heart in any of this. Uh, they're afraid to hire American citizens or people with green cards or people with papers. And that's something that is uh, unforgivable. And, by the way, it's against the law, and it needs to be prosecuted. So in, in this case, I agree with her. It, 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 there, there are a lot of bad actors that, that keep supporting this. But the bottom line is, I think Trump has really changed the attention and the focus on this stuff. And I think more and more Americans are aware that right now we have the most generous immigration system in the world. We take one million a year, more than all the rest of the countries combined. The Chinese don't take immigrants. The Russians don't. The Japanese. Nobody takes immigrants the way we do. But we need to have the right to choose who comes on in. Mm-hmm. And that's what's not happening. And frankly, the Democrats' big problem is that they won't do anything to prevent the bleeding on the border. Sean, we're going to have to wrap it up right there. Is there a website you'd like to refer people to? Well, yes. We have uh, Cal. Uh, GOP is a good one. 
Don't forget our buddy Dana Rohrabacher's got $20 million against him in Newport Beach, the most expensive congressional race in America. But I think we're going to pull it out. We'll leave it right there. Sean Steele, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Uh, 800-222-5222. Coming up, we're going to get a different point of view from Dr. Gina Grayson, former candidate for U.S. Congress, Democratic strategist. It's Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. This is Midday Live. ABC News, live and local at 1.30. I'm Jeff Whittle, a Costa Mesa fire captain who was allegedly struck by a drugged driver in Mission Viejo on Saturday, died this morning. Captain Mike Kreza leaves behind a wife and three young daughters, according to fellow fire captain Chris Coates. Our sole focus today is to support Captain Kreza's family. The 18-year department veteran was riding his bicycle on Alicia Parkway when he was hit by a van. The 25-year-old van driver was found with multiple prescription medications and was arrested at the scene. A man was shot and wounded in South Los Angeles near 6th and Slauson Avenues just before 11 this morning. The victim was taken to the hospital in unknown condition. The suspect, who appeared to be in his mid-30s, ran from the scene armed with a handgun, according to the LAPD. The Los Angeles Unified School District is considering a change that could give more authority and resources to local schools. Superintendent Austin Butner is working on a plan to divide the nation's second largest school district into 32 networks to try and boost student success and save the district some money, the LA Times is reporting. Now, major details remain under wraps while school officials consider their options. Jury selection began this morning in Brooklyn for notorious Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman under extremely tight security. The Brooklyn Bridge will be closed twice every week, one on Mondays when El Chapo's transported from his cell in Manhattan to Brooklyn, and again on Fridays when he's returned to his cell in Lower Manhattan. A stunt woman for the 1970s TV show Wonder Woman has died at the age of 72. Kitty O'Neill was one of Hollywood's first stunt women. The five foot two O'Neill was also deaf, but she was honored with her own Mattel action figure and was the subject of a 1979 TV movie in which she was portrayed by actress Stoddard Channing. And fine levels of particulate air pollution in the L.A. region are expected to be dangerously high today. That's prompted the South Coast Air Quality Management District to issue a no-burn alert through midnight tonight for all of Orange County and the non-desert portions of Los Angeles, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties. But you can still use your gas fireplace today. Talk Radio 790K ABC Sports. Clippers host Minnesota tonight. Clips 3-1 and one at Staples Center this season. Dallas hosts Tennessee on Monday night football. And that's sports on 790K ABC. Traffic, a market check, weather, and more. Dr. Drew Midday Live next. KABC Newstime 132. KABC has dependable traffic when you need it the most. Eastbound side of the 60 freeway just before you reach Lorena into East L.A. We'll find a crash here and that a few minutes ago still in your left lane. A little bit of a delay, and also on the westbound side of the 10, right around Lincoln, city of Santa Monica. Well, that was an earlier crash. Everything is cleared from the roadway. You do have some eastbound delay, though, starting right around Overland, and that's going to continue busy most of the way toward Fairfax, but you are finding lanes open. Westbound side of the 60 freeway, Day Street is a crash. That'll be in the second lane from the left. Now expect a little bit of a delay here coming away from Paris in the Riverside area. Westbound side of the 10 between Fremont and the 710, had some ongoing road work. They have picked up those cones from the express lane, so everything here has finally reopened. Southbound 101, the Hollywood Freeway, and that's getting busy. Melrose into downtown. And the 605 Freeway southbound had some minor delays, too, coming away from Telegraph on through to the 5 with lanes clear. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC.
Here's your 790K ABC market check. Stocks ended the day mixed with the Dow up 190 points. The S&P 500 rose 15 points, but the Nasdaq lost 28 points today. KABC SoCal weather. It'll be sunny and mild this afternoon. Highs will be in the mid-60s near the coast, mid-70s downtown, 80 degrees expected in the valleys this afternoon. And right now it's 77 degrees in Encino, it's 71 in Huntington Beach, and 76 degrees in downtown Los Angeles. And of course you'll vote on November 6th, then count on smart election coverage with John Phillips and Lauren Savon to break it all down. I'm Jeff Whittle, KABC News. And for the retro look of antique incandescent bulbs with the benefits of LED lighting, shop GE Vintage Style Light Bulbs at Lowe's. GE Vintage Bulbs are dimmable and offer the efficiency of long-lasting LED technology. Find the GE Vintage Collection at Lowe's, the only home center exclusively offering the full range of GE lighting. KABC News is sponsored by Lowe's. 790 KBC welcomes Chris Bodie to the Will Turn on January 26th. Be call number 7 now at 800-222-5222 and win a pair of tickets to see Chris Bodie at the Will Turn on January 26th. Tickets furnished by Live Nation. Eight hundred two 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 five two 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 is a phone number. We are now going out to Dr. Gina Grayson, former candidate for U.S. Congress, Democratic strategist. Dr. Grayson, welcome to the program. Dr. Drew, thanks for having me on. My dry eye is a little bit better. I stopped using quite so many of those uh, theratiers and all that stuff, and my own uh, mabobian glands have kicked in a little bit. Is that what we're talking about? We, we did end up talking about that last time. I was talking about pulse light therapy and my dry eye syndrome. But uh, she said she's more comfortable talking about ophthalmology, so I want to welcome her with that. Oh, yeah, awesome. Let's break it up. I, I'm down for some ophthalmology. So, so I'll start, we start with the easy stuff. Now let's get to the hard stuff, which is, um, you know, it's midterm elections. Cali and uh, Democrats are eyeing a total supermajority in California. You see what I did there? Yes, they're yes, eyeing? Yes, okay. keep her comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they're going to get it? Well, you know, I, I do. I think we've got a number of seats, and especially in Southern California, that are up for grabs here. Uh, these are seats that Hillary Clinton won. Uh, seats like Ed Royce's old seat, which uh, uh, we have uh, Daryl Ice's old seat in particular. Mike Levin's running a great race. I think he stands a great chance. And Hillary won that seat by uh, seven and a half points. Um, there's other seats that are, you know, Katie Hill is running a terrific race against Steve Knight. That's in California, 25 in Ventura County uh, in northern L.A. County. And, and Hillary won that seat by almost seven points there as well. So we've got a number of seats in Southern California, um, as well as, uh, you know, down in San Diego as well. Uh, Duncan Hunter's seat, that should be a seat that actually uh, the incumbent Republicans should be winning in a landslide. I mean, Trump uh, won that seat by 15 points, but as I think uh, a lot of your listeners are aware, uh, Mr. Hunter has, is under federal indictment for stealing his campaign funds, uh, he and his wife both which has tightened up that race significantly. So, you know, I do think that the Democrats are really in a strong position. It all depends on turnout. I believe the Democrats are in a strong position just because of who's president, and typically that's the way it goes. But here in California, you know, many of our listeners have said they're, they just want to vote them out of office because we have so many problems here in California that many blame the Democrats for. Right. So think, think if we lived in a utopia here in California, but that would be one thing. But we are in trouble and sinking fast. And people are sort of coming aware of that, particularly sort of from the middle of the state on south, that we are really sinking. And, and, and someone's got to, you know, take 
the blame for it. Well, the polling just isn't uh, isn't uh, showing that, actually. What the polling is showing is that these races, the Democrats are are really competing in some races in, in states where, where we normally would never compete. Uh, that's interesting. And, um, and I, you know, so I don't I just don't think that's the case. And for the vast majority of voters, again, Democrats, you know, the, the main issue is health care. And then the second biggest issue is Trump and wanting him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at look at look at Dana Warbacher. OK, so Dana, you know, Putin's favorite congressman. Russia is a huge issue. There have been millions of millions of dollars spent in that race. The Republicans actually have pulled out of Orange County. Uh, there's two main races there that they were trying to defend seats of two incumbents. That's Dana Warbacher, uh, you know, Putin's favorite congressman, as I mentioned, as well as Mimi Walters. And the Republicans a couple of weeks ago pulled their super PAC money out of there. Mm. They just gave up. And that is very rare. And the reason for that is twofold. Number one, those seats are really threatened and it's expensive to advertise there. And number two, the Republicans are having to defend seats in places like Kansas and Kentucky. So they've got limited dollars. And so they're basically bailing on these incumbents. That's a big deal. And that's certainly a pretty strong sign that those seats are in play. Uh, Dr. Dean Grayson, former candidate for U.S. Congress, uh, Democratic strategy. Can you, can you stay with us and take a couple calls on the other side of the break? I'd be happy to, Dr. Uh, Drew. You got it. It's Dr. Dean Grayson. And we are Midday Live. Our number is 800-222-5222. We are actually going to speak with one of the gubernatorial candidates at the top of the hour, John Cox. Of course, we would welcome Gavin Newsom. He has not uh, been willing to come into the ring here. No, for he's not. But we happen to have him. It's still time. You can come in. And we will, of course, want your calls. I'll take your calls at 800-222-5222. We'll return with Dr. Dina Grayson. This is Midday Live. This is Midday Live. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. We're speaking to Dr. Dina Grayson, a former candidate for U.S. Congress and a Democratic strategist. And uh, Dr. Grayson, let's get some calls, shall we? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's talk to uh, John. What's up, John? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, I just want to say, I want to say, you know, I listen to you guys every day. As far as I'm concerned, it's nothing in this state is good. You and that woman, it's nothing in here good. You know what I mean? Yeah, for yeah. real, for real. You yeah. know, for real. I mean, it, it got to be one thing in this state that's good. Other than yeah, the sunshine. That's why everybody yeah, wants okay. to live here. It's in the beaches, right? Right, but the way you guys make it sound, sunshine might be polluted. Okay. <laughs> well, you can't get cancer from it. Whatever. Okay. But look, let me ask you guys something. Let me just ask you guys something. Yeah. Okay. You guys are Republicans, right? No. 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 No, no we well, are not. No. Just, just cut the end up right there, okay? That's just, to me, that's fact. I, I, okay. I, I criticize both sides. Say this. Just say this. Okay. To me, the problem with this country, this city, and this, uh, this with the state, yeah. and this country... Is Republican, white Republicans. They feel that they get they losing their power. They feel they're losing their grip. What That's power, like though? But they're, we they're have a supermajority here what in California. Mean? They're not involved what in you, the government. What, right what do you mean? What do you mean well, with I, power? I, I what, what, John, what, 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 see, John, I'm with you. Are you living John, John, hang on a second. Listen to Dina. Go ahead. So I, I'm with John on this. John's right. I mean, what we're seeing is white male Republicans. Let's face it, around the country, look at Fortune 500 companies, look at Congress itself. It's look at our government. Look around at, the country, yes, but here in California now. But Dina, yeah, you're California. But you know, hang on a second, guys. But the reality is, is that people look on the television screen and they see a white 
Republican screaming at them, hurling racial insults all the time in the, you know, the the mango Mussolini, uh, Donald Trump. And that is very infuriating to people. So I understand. Republicans but, are, but, and the Republicans but, are paying. But, I agree with your caller. Okay, so John, wh- where where in the government do, does white male Republicans have a foothold in the government? The whole government. How? What part are they going? They're part of the government that they don't have. Well, here in California, here, there is no, no. a supermajority of Democrats. Yeah, I'm trying to understand where I, the Republicans are. Now, try, so try to answer, John. Where are the Republicans? Okay, the governor's office. Where are they saying the governor's office? Okay, you want to break it down from the governor to the, to the lieutenant governor to all. Okay, I grant you, all them are Democrats. Okay. But, that, but, that, but look, that don't stop. The fact that even if they're Democrat, they're not, that they not, they not white. They okay. not white. You, they, they, now they might our Democrats are they acted in a democratic way, but they have a white sympathy. Oh, but this white man feeling like this. Forget that black man. Forget those men. No, no. no so those. okay, so white male majority is what you're saying, dude, Republican or Democrat? Uh, no, Kamala Harris isn't a white male. Mayor of San Francisco is a. I hate to break. I hate to break the bubble here, right? But I I agree with what John's saying. Certainly, look, California. Yes, we have a supermajority of. But wait a minute, Dr. Grayson. We are both our senators are female. Our governor is white male, mm-hmm. but uh, it's mostly Asian and and Hispanic in That's the right. in the in the and, and African African descent in our in no. our government. In the, in the actually assembly, not. in the assembly, actually not. No, actually, the plurality is is white. Uh, it's it's the the most common race ethnicity, I should say, in the assembly is is well, uh, is race is white. White male, uh, white male. I heard you. I heard you. In the Senate, by the way, it's it's predominantly white. In, in the, the California Senate. In the California Senate, okay. I, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but it doesn't seem like it, but okay, then we need to do better. I'm actually looking, I'm looking um, at, these are statistics from the government of California. Um, so this is from the, the, the California Research Bureau, the so California here, State Library. So these are official statistics. All right, so no single ethnic group forms a majority of California's population, making the state a minority-majority state, right? That's in our state generally. The right. largest single ethnic group is Hispanics of any race. The Spanish, the same, blah blah blah. And then in the Senate, what is the demographics there? Is it representative? Overwhelmingly of that? white. Over no, so, overwhelmingly white. Okay. Oh, by it's, what? It's, you know, over like three quarters white. White, not and Caucasian. Almost, uh, white, not Latino, not African American, not Asian Pacific. Okay. And in the Assembly, it's um, a little under fifty percent white. So it's not representative. So it's so we need to do a better job in the Senate. Correct? Yeah, yes. correct. Okay. Then John's point in there is well taken. Well taken. And that's white males. It's not females. But, you know, again but you know, I think what John what John's also pointing out though is what the voters are seeing. I mean, this is what elections are about, is what the voters see and what they're hearing. And what they're hearing are ads. And a lot of these ads have Trump, 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 Trump. Of course, Trump, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that and what we're seeing in national politics certainly in the Republican Party, is it's absolutely dominated by white men. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. Now, mm-hmm. on the Democratic side, we have a lot of diver- diversity. We need to do better. But, you know, heck, we're doing a lot better than the Republicans sure. are. But in the Republican side, for sure. Dina, we're going to we're gonna have to wrap it up right there. We thank you, as always, for joining us. Dr. Dina Grayson, website? 
DinaGrayson.com. And Dr. Drew and Lauren, thanks so much for having me on again. Really appreciate thanks it. For we appreciate us. you being here. Thank you. This is Midday Live. Talk Radio 790. KABC. Operators are standing by. Hello? At 800-222-5222. Go ahead. Say it. 790-KABC. At the top of the hour, we'll be speaking to gubernatorial candidate John Cox. Let's go on out to our callers. David, go ahead. Yeah, how are you? Uh, uh, doctor, I, I'm more interested in the the after effects of the Citizens United, uh, that secret money can be plunged into races. And this whole issue of fake news is because uh, organizations are able to pay for lies. You know, yeah. let, let me just stop you and just say I, money out of politics, man. I think that is, I, I mean, that is number one. If there's one thing I could see that would make things better, it's that. But I think you're pointing at the same problem, are you not? Well, sure. And as a matter of fact, back in July, Steve Mnuchin, of the uh, helped, uh, would see Treasury Secretary. Apparently, he made some sort of a tax law so that uh, it, Citizens United could be doubled down on hmm. that they didn't have to keep receipts from either direction. And uh, but one uh, Prop 10 this year is kind of an example of this. Uh, the Republicans are pretending that big government or people that that oppose uh, Prop 10 are pretending that big government is trying to force uh, Prop 10 on us, when in fact Prop 10 is a result of big government saying that small governments can't uh, protect themselves against rapacious landlords. So if you remember. 20, 30 years ago, up in Washington State, the Rajneeshis. Oh, yeah. There's a documentary about that now on Netflix. Sure, and, and they bought a whole town and created their own government and kind of drove everybody out. And it, if you can imagine some Saudi prince now being able to do that in California, and uh, Prop 10 is going to be able to protect us against that. So Prop 10 is opposed to small, or uh, Prop 10 is opposed to big government, and Prop 10 actually protects landlords, uh, the smallest landlords. Well, uh, but, but, from but the, David, here's the, here's the, the problem. Of the uh, biggest uh, a lot of the coal, a lot of people in Southern California are small landlords, and let's say you rented your uncle for a reduced fee for the last 15 years. If you now wanted to come out and and try to get market value for your property under Prop 10, you couldn't because they they tell you specifically what percent increase you can give in your property, and that's that. So it does tend to mitigate use of... Well, so no, small... I think they uh, they allow you to start at market value no, at the no, newest person. No, they don't. They require you to a certain percent increase from your previous rents. Well, you might be thinking of, of some specific town. I'm in San Francisco, yeah. and uh, right now it's, 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 uh, we, it's... Have, we have uh, tenants' rights up here, yeah. and the... You know, when the last person leaves, then they can set the new base. But the uh, the San Francisco only allows you to do two percent or the inflation rate. And, and listen, and lower. that seems to be working for San. That, that to me is sort of how much like we don't want necessarily the federal government involved in things like this. Each Anytime community they get should be establishing. Mixed up well, in but market. you're not catching the point that yeah. in in the rest of the state they're precluded from ever doing uh, uh, tenants' rights. And so whatever the market forces come in, if some Saudi prince decides to buy, you know, 
Fresno or something like that, they can start jacking rents at the whatever rate they want and drive everybody out. It's 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 set up so that Prop 10 protects you from uh, from the biggest uh, evil landlords. Thank you, David. Appreciate the point of view. 800-222-5222. When we come back, we're, we'll bring that up with uh, John Cox. See what he is. He, I wish they hung on. Let's see if he has any response to what David is suggesting. Again, that number, 800-225-222. Give us a call. Be part of the conversation on this day prior to the midterms. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. It's Midday Live on Talk Radio 790 KBC. Time for a little news with Jeff Whittle.